expensive, like I said, for us to physically send it and then it is for them to purchase it. So we want to make sure we, we, we get that done. So I've got a couple of flyers and I will uh, give you some other flyers. We'll have some made. Um, one thing for sure, ask your uh, family members, because I don't know about y'all, but whatever my family members want something, they're having something at their church, they always come and say, uh, I need a donation. Will you give me a donation? Expensive, like I said, for and, us to and so physically send it, and then it is for them to purchase it. So we want to make sure we, we, we get that done. So I've got I think a couple of flyers, and I will uh, give you some other flyers. We'll have some made. Um, one thing for sure, ask your uh, family member. Every something is something. <laughs> Every some Sunday. No, stop. Yeah. Every, every Sunday it's been something about, you know, the enemy is crazy. He, he devs does not want that word to go out because we've been battling, you know, trying to get that stream of life going. And every week it has been something. So we can believe God that this week it, it won't be something again. But we want to make sure that we ask our family members because I've already got telephone calls made and, and I, you know, I, 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 they, they know we don't very rarely ever ask for anything, but they're always asking. So I said to them, you know, I've, I've left messages and I said, I need some money, I need some donations, and this is what we're trying to do. And so, police man, police, if you just ask some family members, or you can make your own contribution. And uh, we've got the date from August the 1st to August, uh, I believe it's August the 30th is the date. Yeah, start date is August the 1st, and the end date will be August the 30th. Because we want to try to get this sent over there to them. Amen. All right. And so we're thankful and we're grateful. And at this time, we're going to get ready to prepare for the word. Amen. Uh, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. We're coming with part three. Amen. Y'all can do better than that for God. You know, we always want God to do something for us, but we sure don't like doing nothing to Him. And all God asks is for some simple prayer. But we're always on our knees. Lord, do this for me. Lord, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. Do we want to go to God and just say, Lord, thank you for what you have given me? That's God's people. That's us, saying it? Tell the truth. Five, two, one. We're alive. Part three of Seven Nations. I pray that everybody has listened to part one and part two at least twice. Pray that you have. If you haven't, then, you know, I've done my job. Um, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you once again, humbly as we know how. And we thank you, Lord, for your honor that you have given us, for your sweet mercy, and for your love. And Father, we cherish you this morning. And God, we just ask, Lord, you will continue to bless our souls. Continue to build our temples. And continue to allow us to incline our hearts to wisdom. Understanding and knowing that our days upon this earth are short. So, Father, I thank you and I glorify you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Seven Nations, part three. Let's go to the book of, well, first of all, we're going to be dealing with the Hivites and the Parasites and the Jebusites today. This is the last three of the seven or two strongholds or nations in the land of Canaan, which Canaan is the place of low estate. Now the Havites are villagers that set up camp in us. They are what we call negative family traits. How many of us have family traits that are negative? Those are Havites. They are villagers. That means they live in a certain place in us. 
And they are family traits that bring forth problems of negativity in our life. And it's designed, as well as the other seven strongholds, or the other six strongholds, it's designed to keep us from receiving the land of Canaan, which is within, and all the things that come from the land of Canaan. See, it's designed to keep you from that. Because in order to get something from God, see, you have to be positive. God is a positive God. He's not a negative God. So these negative traits are contrary to us. Well, let's take a look biblically at these negative traits. Let's go to 1 Kings 22, verse 40. We're going to be dealing with a fellow called Ahab. First Kings 22, verse 40. The Word of God says there that Ahab slept with his fathers, right? Now the word Ahab means a relative that's close to God. Are we not relatives that's close to God? Are we not sons and daughters of God? So Ahab, his word or his name, 1 Kings 22 verse 40. His name means to be close to God or a close relative of God. But Ahab denounced the true and living God. And he found himself in idol worship. And because he found himself in idol worship, he slept with his fathers. In other words, he died praising the wrong God. And if we're not careful, we'll do the same thing. Because what we'll do is we're supposed to be relatives that are close to God, the Father. And if we're not careful, we'll go after ungodly things and mess around and sleep or die in our sins. The Bible says that when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and does what's evil, the soul of the sinner dies. Ahab slept. That's the book of Ezekiel. Ahab slept with his father. See, he changed fathers. He changed fathers. Let me show you how he did it. So, we're talking about family traits, right? Now, Ahab's father was named Omri. And the Bible says that... Let's go over here. Let's go to uh, 1 Kings 16, verse 30 through 33. We'll travel a little bit today. Now, Ahab, if you see, see, are you there? 1 Kings 16, verse 30 through 33, it says, And Ahab was the son of Omri. Now, Omri means people of God. See, all these people knew God, but they denounced him. Now, Omri, who was the people of God, he reigned over Israel, and Ahab, the son of Amre reigned over Israel and Samaria 20 and 2 years. That's uh, in verse 29. Verse 30 says, And Ahab, the son of Amre, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Well, it's the same thing that his daddy did, Amre. The Bible says that Amre did it too, evil above all that was before him. But here comes Ahab, family trait, and he does the same thing, but he even does it worse than his father. You see how the family traits grow? Each time it's passed on, it gets worse and worse. Look at our generation today. Look at it. Look at it. Family traits. Family traits. So what happened was Ahab did something even more monstrous than his daddy. Ahab.
Ahab is the one that introduced Baal worship to the whole nation of Israel. He introduced, he actually turned Israel, a whole nation of people, away from the true and living God. Okay. Does that sound so awkward? Look out today. Uh, uh, my son-in-law and I was talking about it yesterday. Look how the well-known so-called preachers have turned the people from the real truth. And people don't even know what real truth is no more. So that's Ahab, the spirit of worshiping Baal. They worship money, material things. They teach their people that the only way God blesses is through material things. And all of that. But God is a spirit. And then I went and I searched out a thing and I seen where all of these presidents and all of these preachers, these, they, they enter these occults, masonry, esoteric. They're all into that stuff. These preachers. And they got these rings on their finger with the compass and the square with a G in it. And it's black with gold. And they're teaching God's people, but they're really of the enemy. Because they teach false doctrine. But they teach it so close that you can't tell no difference unless you're a learned person. See, folk don't want to hear the truth. They want to gather to the feel good. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. It says that in verse 31 that it came to pass as if he had did a light thing. You see that? For him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebuchadnezzar. He, he looked at it as being a light thing to introduce a whole nation. See, some of these people that's in these pulpits, they look as if it's a light thing to lead God's people wrong. They look at it as a light thing. So, so what he did was, he took on this woman, this wife, Named Jezebel. Now Jezebel means that she was raised up in false worship or false gods. See, she was raised up that way. And see, that wife represents the inner sanctuary of your soul because that's where the woman came out of a man. You see? So what happens is, see, in your soul is where you're supposed to build the temple of God. And you can either build it with the true and living God or you can build it with the Jezebel spirit. So God says in the book of Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter, verses one through three, didn't he say, don't let your sons mix in? That was the first lesson. He said, don't let them mix in with the daughters of these heathen Canaanite, them, them ites, as Brenda called them. Because what would they do? They will turn your sons away from serving me, and that's going to make me mad. That's what God said. You're going to provoke me to anger when you do that, and I'm going to do something to you. You understand what I'm saying? And see, that's, what, that's how he got messed up. See? Because he, let Je- he married into Jezebel. He did. In other words, we start taking into our bosom things that ain't right with God. We start taking in false religion. Occultism, and we call it religion. We call it Christianity, but it's occultism. It's occultism. It's not true Christianity. They long ago wiped that out. They hurried up and got rid of that and brought in Christian dog. Read your history. And you got people right now kill you for Christmas. They'll kill you over Easter. See, all that false worship. Don't read or check up on nothing. All they do is go by what somebody tells them. I recall in the Bible where it says you need to study and make yourself prove as a workman that need not to be ashamed. 
when somebody calls you on the carpet about your insanity, about what you believe in, and then you get mad because you say, well, I ain't been brought up that way. Well, that's the problem. You ain't, you've been brought up, raised up in false gods. You see, all these denominations, that's false god. It's false. It's not biblical. It's false. And in order to be in a part of them, you got to be with them. You ain't in the plan of things, so no. So Jezebel, he married her. In other words, he got hooked up with false god and false worship. He's the daughter of Ethbaal, the king of the Sidonians. And he went and served Baal, and he worshipped him. Same thing old crazy Solomon done. The wisest fool that ever lived. Ain't no wiser fool that ever lived than Solomon the king. A wise fool. He's so stupid that he had 300 wives and 700 concubines and he was trying to, he done set up altars in the sanctuary to worship all them different gods and all them. I almost said something. He did. But he was the wisest He's a wise man, but he's a fool. How I many you know your, your, your intellect can get you in trouble? You can be just smart enough to be a fool. They call him an intellectual fool, an educated fool. That's what they call us. God's word says that. And Ahab, look what he did, verse 33. Oh, Ahab made groves, that means places of worship, just tell you that. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. This guy here was off the chain. He really was. He was really off the chain. So Ahab, he introduces Baal Unto Israel. We're talking about family traits. His daddy was crazy. He would keep his daddy passed it on to him, he was crazy. Now, let's go to First Kings twenty two, verse fifty three through fifty one. Because over here in verse forty of first Kings twenty two, it says, So Ahab slept with his father, and Ahaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. So his son. See, this son means builders. So, they, so they're building this family trait again. 1 Kings 22. We're going to be 51, verse 51 through 53. Now watch this. Verse 51. Ahaziah, y'all see it? Which means God has taken, God has seized, or seized by God. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel, where? In Samaria. Samaria is the watchtower. It represents your soul. See, Israel is within you. You became Israel through the tribe of Judah. Because as in Christ, so are we. And Christ came through the tribe of Judah. That's how we became Israelites also. Understood? Amen. Don't never let nobody take your heritage from you. I know they don't teach you that in the Baptist churches. I know that. But we here teach you your identity. You need to know who you are. You know, you need to know who you are. You need to know that you're just a part of Israel as anybody else. You need to know that. You need to know that you're the chosen, huh? You need to know that you're the chosen one. You need to know that. God chose you, predestined you. So Israel ain't no land, man. Israel is a spiritual place. God is a spirit. 
God is trying to get us to that spiritual place. The devil with what's going on in the world. I don't care if it blow up today. That means things getting closer to the end. How about I'm scared of Trump? Come on with it. Because that's going to bring in and usher in the kingdom of God. If you believe it. But if you don't believe it, then you go, oh, woe is me. Oh, it's bad times. So what? You ought to be rejoicing. Give thanks. When the hurricane tap everything. Hard. But he didn't say you had to like it. He just said give thanks. In all things, for it is the will of God. That, that, that's what my Bible says. That's what my Bible says. He didn't say I had to like it. He didn't say I had to like the chastisement. He said you accept it. He didn't tell me nothing about I had to like this word. And nobody likes getting beat on. But he said, I want you to like it. I want you to give thanks. You don't have to like it, but I want you to give thanks. So, here's Ahaziah in verse 50. 51. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, he reigned over Israel in Samaria, which is the soul, for 17 years, in the 17th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. That means that this devil, Ahaziah, made a covenant with Israel to serve false gods. Because you're going to see what he did here in verse 52. After, when he made the covenant, look at verse 52. And he did what? In the, <laughs> in the sight of the Lord and walked. We're talking about family traits. And he walked in the way of his who? Father. Talking about five negative family traits. In the way of his mother, father and mother, Ahab and Jezebel, and in the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. For he served who? He didn't serve God. He worshipped him. Wow. And look what he did. He provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel, mm-hmm, according to all that his father had done. We're talking about family traits. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse until you discover that this got to stop. This got to stop. So the son follows the dad. Now the next one is the parasites. Y'all remember when I said Amorite? Remember the Amorites? First one we talked about? They were mountain dwellers, weren't they? That's that spirit that's in the stronghold. See, the mountain ain't the stronghold. The mountain is the place where the, or the, or, 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 or the mountain is not the spirit or the stronghold. The mountain is the place where the spirit resides in. That's his house. That's where he does his damage. So if you got lust, you know, if that's a stronghold in you, then that old lust demon houses himself in there and he works it in your life. You understand? If you're a gambler, do the same thing. That's a gambling demon. If you're a drug addict, that's a drug demon, you know. If you're an alcoholic, that's an alcoholic demon. If you cuss everybody out, that's a cuss demon. And it's a stronghold in your life. In your life. So the Amorites, the Bible says that they were mountain dwellers, right? They dwelt in the stronghold. But these who? Parasites? That who I call? Y'all wasn't listening. These parasites, what they do is, these parasites, they are open country dwellers. In other words, a.k.a., they make you incontinent. Incontinent means you out of control. So, the Bible tells us that in the book of Proverbs, I think it's... Proverbs 25:28. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 25:28 that a man that doesn't have control over his spirit is like a city 
that is broken down without walls. Or whose walls are broken down. That means anything can get in. Because your defense is down. Well, that's what incontinency does. That's what these spirits do. These open country dwellers. Anything goes. Ain't that America? Anything goes. Ain't that us? Incontinent? Out of control? Out of control. Crazy, stupid. Like Pokemon Go. They got it on that one of them trees out there by where y'all park at. Is on the Pokemon Go. And they come here at night and they chase an imaginary demon. They think it's a hole right there. They think it's a hole right there, that tree. And them demons be put, that, that's what Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. this is a, y'all might not know it, but this is a historical church here. This is historical ground here. Because of the graveyard and how long this church been in. See, this is, this is a historic place that you're sitting in. This is, it's not a, 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 a unanointed place. You know, it's not. This place is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Many churches have come through here and been blessed. You know? So, but they come here because of this historical site, and they'll follow that imaginary thing on that phone incontinent. And they actually think it's a hole there with demons coming out of it, these little Pokemon things, and they try to catch it. They try to catch it. And you got two people that fell off a hundred foot cliff, two grown people chasing Pokemon, went right off, stepped out in front of cars. One hit a police car. That's, that's out of control. That's what I call a clown. That's a clown. That's what a clown does. Bozo. They call it a game. No, that thing playing on you. That thing got a mission to make you stupid. That thing is on a mission. And we so... We, see, we, we think all this old stuff is all right. But this stuff is playing on us. And people really don't like to get educated about it. People, people got a problem sometimes being educated. Being educated. Because they don't want nobody to educate them. But God says, if you're the watchman, you're supposed to sound the trumpet. And if you don't, then the blood going to be on your hands. That's what God's word say. God's word didn't tell me to get up here to make you to be popular with you. Mm-mm. That ain't what that ain't what God called me to do now. That's right. Oh, oh, he already he already got a triple anointing on him. I ain't even worried about him. I know that's God's man right there. Watch and see. I ain't even worried about him. God done already triple anointed him. And we're fitting to get that. Fitting to get him for the kingdom. Going to lay anointing on him too. But it's a price to pay. It ain't cheap. I'm going to tell you that right now. It ain't cheap. It's a mandate involved in it. Over country dwellers. Look at 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 through 7. Second Timothy three, verse one through seven. Over there, it say, "For this, also, this know also that in the last days, we truly we're in the last days. That's going to be tumultuous, which means perilous times shall come." Mm-hmm. Oh, it's speeding up. For men should be lovers of their own selves. I alone can do it. They should be covetous. Boasters, proud, woo, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Y'all know what that is. Truth breakers, false accusers. Look at that word. Incontinent. Incontinent. Out of control. Fierce. Look at all the terrorism. Despisers of those that are good. 
traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. This is what the church got. Former God. But denying the power thereof. It's safe from such turn away. Say they got a form of God. They call it religion. They got a form of it. But they don't really have the power. They don't have the power. He said, from such turn away. For this, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers lusts. Didn't we talk about them demons in them? Look at it. Ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Those are some hard sayings. But that's not coming from manly. That's coming from the word of God, right? So the book ain't here to tickle your fancy. I'm sorry. The book ain't here to make you all right. With your preacher or the preacher all right with you. No, 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 no. You got all wrong. The book is here to let us see what we're erring at. And what we need to do to get it right. Or before we be like Ahab and sleep with his father, which ain't a good place to go. Amen? Amen. Are we all? Are we all right? Amen. Ain't nobody hot yet at me. Don't get mad. I'm just preaching the truth. Now watch this. Proverbs 25, 28, it explicitly tells us that a man that don't have control over his spirit is like the walls of a city broken down. He's incontinent, right? Go to Acts 17, 26. I want to show you something. Show you important what get us in a whole lot of trouble. Can I just take my time just a little bit? Just a little bit. Acts 17, 26. Say amen when you get there. Watch this. Everybody there? I really need you to see this. God has made of one blood all nations of men. Out of one blood. For to dwell on all, not some, but all the face of the earth. Right? He has determined the times before appointed. This is our appointed time now in life to live upon this earth. Am I right about it? It's not going to be forever, is it? We got to leave here one day, right? We got to check out so we can check in, right? So we can check back out again, all right? See, everything got a check-in point, and everything got a check-out point too, right? So we will check up out of here, right? Everybody know that, right? Ain't nobody fooled on that, are they? (laughs) It's not designed for you to get up out of here (laughs) without going through that portal, okay? Some people don't like hearing that. I can feel it. But it's, it's, it's a fact of life. You see, there's going to come a time when y'all going to have to bury me. I'm going to have to bury some of y'all. You know, it, 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 it's facts of life. So see, because that's the truth, that's why we should want to be together and fellowship more as much as you know, and enjoy ourselves. I'm just being real about it. Well, we got it. This is our appointed time. I'm just being real about it. What I want you to see here about this city that's broken down is he had determined the times before appointed, but I want you to see this last thing, and the bounds or the boundaries of their habitation. Boundaries. See, God has set up boundaries for man. And when we be go be, matter of fact, God has set up boundaries for everything. And see, once we go beyond the boundary that which we have as a man, once we go beyond the boundary, then we're not protected anymore. All right. When the sea goes beyond its boundaries and it comes in and destroys everything, do you understand what I'm saying? When nature goes beyond its boundaries, when rain goes beyond its boundaries, it's destructive. 
when man goes beyond his boundaries that God has set, we become, say it, destructive. And the reason why we are like we are today in the world is because man has gone beyond his boundaries. And just like nature, anytime something goes beyond its boundaries, it causes destruction. There's no two ways about it. Now, let's deal with these Jebusites. Last one. The word Jebusite means to be trodden down. Watch this, Matthew 5, 13. Are you there? Matthew 5.13 tells us that ye are the what? Salt of the earth. Now watch this now. And if the salt loses its savour, it's no more good except for anything except for men to cast it down and be trodden under the foot of men, right? Says something to that effect, right? We are the salt of the earth, right? The word salt there means that we are the eternal wisdom of God in the earth. The church is supposed to be that. But how can you be something that you don't know nothing about? The church ain't teaching you nothing about eternity. The church ain't teaching you nothing about the eternal wisdom of God. Now you need to start looking at this stuff and investigating this stuff y'all be listening to. Talking about y'all be listening to this and y'all be listening to that. Start really listening. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Start really listening. Because if the eternal gospel of Jesus Christ is not in there, I'm talking about the eternal gospel, then it ain't clicking. Because that's an eternal word. And God says that if we lose our eternal wisdom, salt, then the only thing we left for is for men to cast us and trodden us down, right? That's them, what I call them things at the end there, that third one, them Jebusites. Them Jebusites. And what they do is, see, that's what happens when we become incontinent. When we become incontinent, out of control, ain't nothing left but to be trodden down. Right? Huh? <laughs> Come on, y'all. Misery and destruction is the only thing that you got when you become out of control of yourself. When a nation becomes out of control of itself, all that's left is destruction. When the world becomes out of control with itself, all that's left is destruction. And that's all that's left. Destruction. So we pray for things that God ain't going to give answer to because God is not going to change his ordained plan for this world. The Bible says, if you know anything about the Bible, in the book of Revelation, after all of these plagues, Man still cursed God and did not repent. Know your Bible. Know your Bible. See, they want to teach this, this, this one-sided gospel. No, God won't bust your head. He's love. He, everybody is God's child. The devil is a spanking lie. Everybody ain't God's child. Come on, y'all. That's a lie. That's deception. So because they got that philosophy out here, they let everything come and do what they want. In church. And the leadership, they don't, they don't say nothing. So the church run havoc. I hate old wimpy leader. I don't like that. I don't like that. If you're going to lead, lead. If something needs to be said, say it. Amen. My wife often tells me, don't say that. Shut up. 
If I see something need to be straightened in this house, I straighten it. Off the top. That's how you keep order, peace, godliness. You see a click? I throw a hanging nade in a click. I blow that up. Ain't no clicking up in here. Mm-mm. If I see that, I'll deal with that real quick. I have to. And guess what? My people love me for that. They always have. Because I, have I not protected y'all? I protected everybody in here. Everybody ever been through here. I've always protected you. Give my life for you. Now someone come through here don't understand what love is. Because they ain't never had love. See? So they can't handle the love. Why do people always hugging on folk? Why do you all You know? Bible says, greet each other with a hug and a holy kiss. You know? I mean, come on, man. Heart to heart. When we as the church, when we lose our eternal wisdom, the salt, we become no more good in earth. I hear it all the time. Man, I ain't going to no church. Man, them people crazy. They ain't, they ain't talking nothing. I hear it all the time. I really do. They despise the church. Wonder why? There's no eternal wisdom there. It's gone. Didn't really just preach about, they gave the book to the learned and the learned couldn't even understand. <laughs> come on, come on. And Jesus said, look here, man. If the blind lead the blind, they both will fall in the ditch. Right? They know where they have a wreck. <laughs> yeah, you were called, but by who? Or by what? Because you're really looking like a donkey. I can say other word. So I just say a donkey. Look at Luke 21, 24. We're almost done, y'all. Watch you. Are you there? It says they should fall by the edge of the what? Mm-hmm. And shall be led away captive into all nations. Look at that. Look at that. All nations. In other words, the same word Jesus said that I've given unto you and you've rejected, that's going to be the same one. Mm-hmm. That's gonna judge you. Now that's some 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 real strong stuff. You know, I mean, it really is some real strong stuff. It says in John, y'all don't have to go there, but you can you write it down? John twelve forty eight says, "He that reject me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him." Talking about the Father, the Word. Listen here. The word that I have spoken, the word I've spoken to you today, the same shall judge him in the last day. <laughs> in the last day. This word that we heard today, God's going to judge us by it. He's going to judge us by it. The word that we hear, God say, I'm, 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 I got to judge you by it. Now, when we look at this in Luke 21:24, it says that, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, by the word, the sword is the word, and they shall be led away into how many nations? Well, let's go spiritual with this. We know that the world is incontinent, right? We know that man is incontinent, out of control, right? We know that the nations spiritually are strongholds, right? Are we not led captive in all these different strongholds? Are we not? See the difference between spiritual teachings 
and just physical, social teaching, there's a difference. And the hardest thing for me to do is get people to change from their, you got to have a paradigm shift from the social gospel to tell your neighbor until, and you've got to go to a spiritual gospel which takes you within yourself. So, Know thine own self. Be true to thine own self. It's your job to allow God to build the temple. The Bible said when Solomon was building the temple, Solomon means wisdom, that there was no hammer or nail used. <laughs> well, that tell you right there, it's a spiritual temple. That ought to tell you something, right? right? That ought to tell us something. See, that's the key. That's the cue. They threw that in there to let you know that this thing's deeper than what you're reading on the face of this, this paper. So he said, now, okay, we're we, we going to be led, led away captain to all nations. And we're talking about being trodden down, them Jebusites. And Jerusalem mm -hmm, shall be what? Trodden down. Of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. How many of y'all know that? There's going to come a time in all of us when that Gentile spirit is going to be fulfilled. In other words, it ain't going to be able to trot us down no more. But for now, we're kind of going through some hell, ain't we? Every once in a while anyway, ain't it? Huh? I mean, every once in a while anyway, right? Every once in a while we all get tapped, right? Just a little. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to know somebody's secret if they don't. <laughs> and last verse is right there in Luke, same chapter, verse 19. You've heard me say this many times, people. That in, somebody say, my patience. Do I possess my soul? See, that put it on you, on the individual. You see, without patience, we're not going to be able to make it through this thing, not with God. We're going to fall out of the ranks of God without patience. The only hope we got is in Jesus Christ and our assembly together. That's why the Bible says, forsake not to assemble yourselves together like some have. And Aaron, chipwrecked. It's a dangerous thing to fall into the hands of God, but it's a dangerous thing to fall out of the hand of God too. It's dangerous either way, depending on what you do with it. But I know if you fall out of it, it don't matter what you do with it, you're in trouble. And so am I. Because I dare not. Include myself. Because there's a place in hell for me too, just like there's a place in heaven. And I realize that. But guess what? There's a place for you too. There's a place for you too. So while you're looking at me, you might need to look at yourself. Because that's one frying pan fits all. One frying pan. Mm-hmm. Fried. Now, I don't know what fried means, but I don't want to know. I don't know what hell the lake of fire means, but I don't want to know. Because it don't sound good to me. But I think it's a bit more than just fire. I think it's beyond my comprehension of yours, too, but... We'll only be able to comprehend The only people that'll be able to comprehend it is the one that get involved in it. And I ain't trying to get involved in it. So we got these seven nations. These these seven strongholds. The God said, "Look, I want you to capture, and I'm closing. I want you to I want you to have the best out of this land of Canaan. I want you to, but you're gonna have to fight for it. You got to possess it." I got you back. I done already sent the hornets in to tap them. I already did all that. But it's up to you to take it. Now, if you don't feel like you can take it, 
That's not God's problem. That's not anybody else's problem. That's your problem. Because God already done told us what he's going to do. He said, now I'm going to deliver all of these nations into your hands. And when I do, as I present them, he said, now I want you to deal with them. Because I got your back. He said, now I'm not going to remove all of it all at once. That's what he said, right? He said, now little by little I'm going to do this. That's what the book of Deuteronomy tells us. He said, I'm going to remove these nations out of these strongholds out of your life little by little. Not going to do it all at once. In your patience, possess your what? In your, in your patience, you possess your souls. See, some of us, there are things that God has in our life that he hasn't removed yet. And we're becoming a little impatient. God said, just hold on. I got you. Hold on. That's why you got to know the word. He told you, look, I'm not going to do it all at one time, people. I'm going to do it slowly. Because I got to replace something in you. I got to replace something in you. Otherwise, the weeds will come back. If I clear too much land, then you're too quick. You know, if I give you, if I give you a million dollars too quick, and you're not ready for it, you'll you, you, you destroy yourself. Oh, boy, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I can't just give you something that will hurt you. Marcellet. He coming to you. <laughs> I just can't give you something that will harm you. I know you want it, but you're not at that level yet. So be patient, because in the end, you got it all anyway. I've given you all spirit. What's the hurry? I've given all. The universes of the universes are ours. We're not dealing with a God that's just a God over the earth. Come on, y'all. We're dealing with something that we don't even know what we're dealing with. But he made us in the image and the likeness of him. Good God. He had the audacity to make a little bitty God that looked like him. And then gave him a little place to reign over the earth. And then we gave it to the devil. (laughs) That's <laughs> what we did. That's what we did. So the big guy make a little guy, and they call him his children. But Big Daddy, he got our back. Amen? Amen. Give God some praise. Understand that now? Come on up, brother. Amen. I'm glad that cruise Amen. Those strongholds, generation. That bad, ain't it? Amen, amen. It was worse than his father, amen. You liked that, didn't you, Honor? I don't like to that. <laughs> That's the problem between us and her. Me and her, I called it, amen. She called it, amen, amen. So uh, we asked that, yeah, who would like to have a CD? I know we had a part one and part two, so this will be a part three. I need hands raised so I can get it. One, two, okay, three, four, five, six. All right, we have six, seven. I'll tell him seven CDs.